This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good evening and welcome along to Monday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. It's usually on the Monday we speak about the women's tour, the WTA, and we usually talk about the start of a new week, start of a new tournament. But it is a WTA 1000 event, which means the Madrid tournament, which we spoke about last week, has reached the quarter-final stage. Um, I'm here with our WTA handicapper, Rory Giovanni, who was in attendance last week in Madrid. If you followed him on our Instagram story, you can also followed him on Twitter. Uh, a mixed bag of results for him, but he spent four days in the sunshine, looking very fresh. Uh, Rory, good to see you, sir. How are you, mate? You're right. All everything all right. Weather excuse me getting hot in Madrid. That's one thing. We oh noticed. goodness me! I think it was it was Friday. I think was absolutely sweltering. I mean, it was no Thursday. It was Thursday that was really really hot. Um, I actually went to one game, um, Camilla Osorio versus Marta Kostiuk, and. Um, and I think I did actually say during the match, it was like a point near the end of the first set. It was a long, long rally and Kostiuk just looked finished. And I th- she went on to take the set, but I think I just say Kostiuk's gone, you know, and it was, you know, classic South American, no problem with the heat against Ukrainian, really struggling. Um, there wasn't much breeze at that point. It was absolutely baking. So, um, and, and yeah, um, it did pan out that way um and uh, Osorio went through and she actually gave um Arena Sabalenka a decent match uh in Madrid but um yeah it has been it was been a, was a bit of a mixed bag um our two outright picks my two outright picks Petra Kvitova just played really poorly I've, I've never seen her serve so many double faults she lost the first first set in a tie break and then lost the second 6-1 she didn't hold serve once in the second set which is very unlike her didn't seem to be anything physical, just just a bad day at the office. And, and Paola Badosa today watched her match on, on the TV. Um, she was up against Maria Sakkari, and again, she just didn't produce. Sakkari played pretty well, but Badosa, who who thrashed Coco Goff uh, the other day, um, yeah, she just didn't look on it today. Very disappointing and very disappointing for the home crowd who were cheering her on. They were giving her as as good as they could, but uh, as much as they could, but she just didn't produce. Uh, Madrid's a funny one, as we we said before, like Stuttgart, conditions are a bit quicker. Sometimes the clay court specialists don't produce in Madrid as you'd expect them to because the altitude makes it quicker. Um but similarly, some of the the bigger hitters haven't produced either. So it's, you know, at the moment, we're looking, I'd say we're looking reasonably, not reasonably certain, but it's looking like it probably will be a Sviontek-Sabalenka final. Um, Sabalenka was impressive today against the the standout breakout star of the tournament, 16-year-old Mira Andreva. I think she turned 16 on Friday. 
and uh, she'd put out a couple of seeds. But Sabalenka struggled a bit early on, but second set she just came away very easily and won. And and she's looking good. And she won the title two years ago. And I think if she played Sviontek in the final, I'd I'd, I'd fancy Sabalenka to win that. Sviontek's been playing well, but she hasn't been as dominant as she has been earlier in the season, as we saw earlier in the season before she lost in the Dubai final. So if those two are in the final, it'd be close, but I, I think I have to see the odds, but I think I'd quite fancy Sabalenka. Yeah. I mean, it's um, very, very funny tournament. I mean, Sean Calvert has been talking about on the ATB tour event uh, all week on the podcast about the amount of total games that have been cashing. I mean, it's something like 70% of the total games have gone over 21 in, in the matches, which is a staggering amount. You, you wouldn't even expect that on a, on a grass court tournament. So it has been fast. It has been, uh, the bigger hitters have been doing well at altitude. Uh, Sharon Tech obviously is a more traditional clay quarter. She likes it a little bit slower, but she's the best player in the world on any surface. But uh, the gap with, if the conditions stayed the same as they are, Sabalenka certainly has a chance on this quicker conditions in that final. Uh, what are the weather conditions going to be like for the rest of the week? Is it, is it going to get hotter as we go on? I've seen the news reports here, the hottest recording temperatures in, in Spain in, in, in April. It's, you know, is it going to continue that way or are we going to sort of have a little bit of a lull? It has cooled down a bit already. So yesterday was was very pleasant when I was there. It was a bit of a breeze, a bit of cloud. Uh, it's going to get hot again midweek. I think Wednesday, we're looking at 30 degrees again, could be a bit sunny. So you, sort of around four or five in the afternoon, it's going to be fairly muggy and horrible. Um, after that, it cools down again. Uh, we actually had a bit of rain. I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, we had a bit of rain Um but, um, yeah, just looking at the forecast for the rest of the week, Saturday, when the women's final would be, um, it looks sunny. There's rain, rain, but I think the match will be over before it starts raining. Um, so, yeah, it should be, shouldn't be too much of a problem. Wednesday will be hot. I mean, that that that's the day to watch. Um, but But the main, but the thing is now, as you get further into the tournament, most of the matches are on the two main courts, um, Manolo Santana and Arancha Sanchez. So as well as being at altitude, those two courts and the number three court are sort of indoors. You've got a bit of protection from the shade. So it shouldn't be too much of a worry, not like the outside courts on Friday where it was it was seriously nasty conditions. I, I thought... Saturday, I think, sorry, on Friday, Thursday was really bad. The forecast was actually for it to be worse on the Friday, but thankfully uh, we had a bit of wind and the cloud came over because I, I thought they'd seriously have to bring in some warm weather measures. It was that bad last Thursday, but luckily Friday was a, it was a bit better for everyone. Yeah, interesting to see. Check the weather forecast out, obviously, towards the end of the week when the final plays in its uh, Swantec and uh and Sabalenka, if they get that far, the odds are they suggest they should get that far. Let's have a look at, so uh, we know some quarter, it's quarterfinal day tomorrow on the women's show. We already know two quarterfinals. We're awaiting the other two quarterfinals. There are some matches in play. Uh, we know that Martik is through. She's through to the round and she plays the winner of Schwantik or Alexandrova, which hasn't started yet. And we know Kudmatova is through and she plays Pekula or Trevisan. Pekula is a set up against the young Italian there. So those two matches, we don't know who's going to play. So check the Bet Rivers website when those are at the end of play today. You will see the lines on those. You will also see the times. We don't know the times. Remember, it's an early start. So all week I've been saying it's an early start. Make sure you get your bets on nice and early. There's two matches we do know. 
The first one is Maria Sakari up against Irina Begu. Sakari is minus 150. Begu is uh, plus 120. Uh, they've played three times before. Sakari leads 2-1. Sakari's obviously broken Spanish hearts with her win today against Bedosa. She's looked quite impressive in the tournament. And Begu has come through pretty much under the radar, but in convincing style. She's won every single one of her matches in straight sets over Mukova, Rogers, and Samsonova. Uh, if you look at the handicap here with Bet Rivers, the handicap is uh, the spread is two and a half. Secondary minus two and a half at minus one hundred three, and the totals are pitched here at twenty one and a half. Uh, how do you see this one going? Yeah, I think I think Begu's got a chance here. Um, I'm not going to back her to the win though. I mean, these two these two have met three times in the past. Um, Sakari won the last two, and both went to three sets. Begu won their first meeting in straight sets, but that was back in 2016, long before Sakari became the player that we know she is. Um, as you say, Begu's done really well here, uh, winning all her matches in straight sets. In the last round, she broke Ludmilla Samsonova four times. Um, and we know what a good server the Russian can be. And, and Samsonova, she, in the previous round, Conditions definitely favoured her because not only is it altitude, that was when it was raining on Saturday. And so they had to they closed the roof. And she was up against Ostapenko, who I don't think knew what hit her. <laughs> Samsonova just she didn't serve many aces, but I don't I, her her winning winning point percentage on first serve was something like 90%. Ostapenko just couldn't return it. And I think she won 626 love or something ridiculous like that. But then Today, conditions weren't so much against her, and uh, and she got beaten by Begu, who who's always been pretty good on clay, and she's got a good serve, and she served very well today. Um, if she can keep that going, I think she can make a real fight of this. And as I said, Sakari beat Paola Badosa earlier, and and the Spaniard was was well down on her best, which was obviously disappointing for her outright bet. I think this will be tougher for Sakari. I think the bet here, and you've mentioned about overs. Um, I've had a bit of success last couple of days with with picking matches going to three sets. Mm. And I think this is one that, that could do that. Um, so over two and a half sets is the bet for me. And at plus one, four, three, I think that's quite a nice price. I think it's the sort of match where, you know, Sakari can falter a bit. When when she's got when she's close to the winning line, she didn't stay against Badosa, but Badosa wasn't really playing well enough to to stretch her. But I think the way Begu's playing, uh, I think this could be close, and I, I fancy this to go the distance. Definitely been the way to profit on the men's and the women's draw so far since the tournament started in Madrid over the games, and the games here are twenty one and a half, a very very successful play. The next match. I, I, you're going to be a very brave man to bet the overs in this one. Arena Zabalenka is <laughs> minus 1,000 up against Maya Sheriff. Maya Sheriff, you talked about some of the, you know, the, the surprise package of the week with the young Russian at 16, but I think Maya Sheriff has been one of the surprise packages. No one expected her to get through to the quarterfinal. She's ranked 59 in the world. She's played in the Challenger event uh, last week and uh, beaten the second round. Um, now she's playing through to a quarterfinal against uh, the number two seed. Is she number two? Yeah, the world number two. Um, Sheriff has been some big names here. She's been Camilla Georgie in the first round, the Italian had to pull out. She's been Garcia, Mertens, Catalina. But she's up against a player the conditions should suit in the form of her life. 
there is some uh, odds on the total gains here. The total gains are 19 and a half, and the handicap is uh, five and a half uh, with uh, Sabalenka, the favourite. Um, it's, it's very hard to oppose the Sabalenka here, isn't it? It really is. I mean, she's done so well to get to this stage. Uh, that win over Caroline Garcia was impressive. She did well today. She was bageled in the second set by Elise Mertens. I, I'm not... Yeah, it is a bit of a surprise to see her reach the quarters here. Not She is a good clay court player. She is a clay court specialist, but the, the conditions wouldn't be ideal for her. She'd probably prefer it slower. So she has done very well to get this far. But, oh, dear, I, I fear for her against Sabalenka. Um, the way Sabalenka, when, once she got to grips with Andreeva today, and the first set was a bit of a struggle, but once she settled down in the second, it was one-way traffic pretty much. Um, I can't see this being anything other than a, a comfortable win for the Australian Open champion, uh, who, of course, won this title two years ago. Um, I think the way I might play this is is just watch what's going on in the first set and then maybe bet on the sort of second set score because if Sabalenka hits her stride, the second set could be over very quickly indeed. I mean, it could be a six love or a six one. Um, obviously, she's got all the weapons, big serve, massive ground strokes, which fly that much quicker um, through the thin air. So, yeah, it's... I mean, the under unders games could be worth investigating. Certainly, here I don't. I I just can't see Sheriff landing a blow in this one, and and she might be shot down. To use your you beat me to it. Your... You beat me to it. I was just about to say the sheriff's going to be shot down at under two and a half game. Uh, under under the games is the way to go, and you beat me to it. It's my only line. It's my, it's my line. It's trademark CD line, and you beat me to it, Rory. You must have some more gags than that. It's the only one uh, I know. I've got enough. Think. I've got nothing. <laughs> uh, we might have one later, but yeah, no. Um, I, I think this is going to be easy for Sabalenka from what we've seen so far. It'd be a, a, a huge shock if Sheriff was to to, to run her close here. Yeah, head to the Bet Rivers website for that. You'll have all the set betting market, but I'm guessing a 2 0 uh, Sabalenka set when we're around about minus four dollars. So you're not going to get rich. It looks like one to avoid and just watch Sabalenka get through to another semi-final, which has had a fantastic year so far. Uh, remember, obviously, to head to the Bet Rivers website. They'll give you the early starts. Remember, they're usually around about 5 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time, these matches start. Could be a little bit later now, the quarterfinals. But uh, just check out the website because you don't want to miss anything out in the morning. And if you do place a bet on the Bet Rivers website, remember, you can stream it on your home or you're on your laptop or on your phone and watch the game wherever you are in the comfort from your own home or the office, uh, as long as the boss doesn't catch you doing it, you know, because uh, there's all to see that if you're working hard on a Tuesday watching tennis. Um, because we've only got two matches and we're awaiting the other two uh, quarterfinals to be announced, we thought we'd have a look at a couple of the uh, the future markets. I know you like your future markets and we've spoken about this podcast before with yourself and Sean, that sometimes when big tournaments are going on, people don't have the eye on what's happening on the French Open or Wimbledon. And I suppose this tournament here, uh, because it's the fast conditions, has bearings on both the the French Open because of the, because we're playing on clay, and also because its conditions are fast and the big servers are doing well. Some players might be formed here, might be looking at for Wimbledon. So let's have a look at some of these outright markets for the French Open to start with, which starts at the end of this month. Can you believe it? End of this month is the first of May. The end of the month, the French Open starts. The summer is really gathering on us fast. Uh, Igor Swiatek 
not in the greatest of form, but she is the girl to beat still. And I say not in the greatest of form, but she's in brilliant form, but she's not her dominant self as she has been uh, last year and the year before. Igor Stronten is minus 143 favourite to win the French Open. Sabalenka is plus $6. Alina Rebekina plus 1,000. Krajikovu just got beat today uh, by Martic. Um, she is plus 1,100. Anja will she play? Big injury concerns about her, plus 1,200. Caroline Garcia, never trust the French girl in the Paris, plus 1,400. Coco Goff, <laughs> Not having a good run at the moment, 1,700. Jess Pegler, 2,000. Paolo Medosa, 2,300. And Zachary, who's through to the quarterfinals here at 2,500. So they're the leading 10. Um, you've got a little pick here. You've got something you, you, you've got your eye on already. Who, you, you've given us Trevor Sand at sort of 350 and a couple of others to keep an eye yeah. on some of these tournaments. What, what, what are you like now? Yeah, Trevor Sand's now $50. So, um, mm, yeah, that's good. I suppose there's there's value there, I, I guess. But the, the, the one disadvantage with this, mar- this market is it's win only. Because Sviontek is such a short price, um, yeah, which which makes it a little difficult. But I I think I might have found one. I think she's a massive price, and that's Sarana Kirstia. Um, she is two hundred dollars, and she's having possibly the season of her life. Uh, she played really well in Indian Wells, and I think was it she reached the semis in Miami, if I'm not mistaken. But she knocked out Sabalenka in Miami, and uh, obviously Sabalenka beat her here in in Madrid. But Kirstia, who probably her best surface is clay, but she's been rejuvenated since linking up with Thomas Johansson. I think I might have said before. Um, I think. Obviously, up against Sabalenka in Madrid is, is no easy task. Um, it was, she was always going to be up against it. She wasn't disgraced by any any stretch. And um, but I think in in more conventional conditions, in, in more normal clay court conditions, um, I think she's uh, she's got a chance. Um, I mean, she did break Sabalenka a couple of times um, in this in their match in Madrid. Um, finished six four six three to Sabalenka, which you know, as I say, these are conditions that definitely suit her better. But in in more conventional clay court conditions, I think Kirstia can can go a long way. Um, so yeah, okay, we haven't got the each way side of the bet, but there might be a trade out opportunity at some point. So that's twenty thousand plus twenty thousand two hundred dollars uh, for Serana Kirstia in the French. Um, out of the ones we've mentioned. Yeah, I wouldn't be put off Badosa at twenty three dollars. I know today was disappointing. I, you know, it happens. Some players do have an off day, but I still think she is moving in the right direction. Um, and I think again, she's one who probably is better in more conventional clay court conditions. So she would be one I'm interested. I, I'm, I think Sabalenka at what was it six dollars? I think that's a horrible bet. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, okay, you know, this is Madrid, it's quick, but in, in normal clay court conditions, she just doesn't, she doesn't have the game for it. Now, you know, she is talented enough maybe to to change that, but I, I just can't see that. And and even Rebecca at $10, you wouldn't be inspired by what you've seen from her in the clay court season so far. Um, and even Krajikova losing today to Petra Martic, you know, with the exception of Sviontek, there's no one really sticking their hand up and, and you know, 
who you know apart from Sabalenka of course who as we've just discussed doesn't look good on clay on in normal clay conditions so you know but you know it's still a few weeks to go before the French and you know it wouldn't you know it wouldn't be a great surprise to see someone just suddenly win a tournament go deep in a tournament and really look like a contender at Roland Garros because as I think I've said before there aren't that many genuine clay court players about at the moment I mean Maya Sheriff is through. Let's have a look at her price. I'm not, I can't even see her price on the screen. But um, Martich is four, $400, which, you know, based on what we've seen here, is a really big price. She's gone deep in the French before. Um, so, yeah, th- there are possibles. There are, you know, it just takes... Because the clay court season is quite short before Roland Garros. You know, we've got Madrid this week. We've probably only got three more tournaments before Roland Garros. You know, you wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a great surprise to see someone who's currently a big price suddenly look like a real contender. Yeah, I think Shrontig is obviously the clear favourite. Yeah, Sabalenka, yeah. Ribikina, big question marks about on the slow courts at Paris. Krajikova, winner, proven player. Onjaba, injury doubts. Garcia, Goff, Pegula, no. Badosa, Zachary, no, thank you. And I don't think there's much between the people at twenty five hundred and people at two hundred two 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 hundred fifty to one. So if someone's got twenty five and two fifties. The gap between them isn't as big as you'll suggest. So it's going to be up for the taking for Sharon Ticker, or you may get someone. If she goes out early, this tournament is wide, wide open. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said you weren't interested in Sabalenka at 600 to win the French Open. Can I interest you, sir, on Sabalenka at 400 to, uh, to win Wimbledon, plus 400? She's the same price as Sharon who, again, I can't have at Wimbledon. Ribikina, defending champion, is 400. Onjaba, injury doubt, plus 1,000. Kritikova, can't have her at Wimbledon, 1,500. Kvitova, 1,500. I'm on at 50s, I don't worry about that. Jessica Pegula, <laughs> 2,300. Coco Goff, too fast for her. Belinda Bencic, no thank you, 2,500. And Carolina Pliskova, too old, too old, 3,000. Um, <laughs> what do you like there? Who co- None of them can win, can they? No one's going to win. No one's going to win the women. women no one's going to win it. No one's um, going to win it. Yeah, uh, of course. Of course, this year we do have Russian and Belarusian players. That has been confirmed that they will play this year. So Sabalenka will be there. Samsonova will be there. Um, yeah, Sabalenka at four dollars for Wimbledon. No, not not a bet. I like the look of. Um, I'd like to give you a good reason why, but it's just that sometimes her serve does does falter and it needs to be working well and but you could argue that she's playing so well here in madrid her serves working well uh, but at four dollars it just seems a little short uh, and and of course grass is quicker you need to be able to you know the ball keeps low she's quite tall and she's quite big so you know it's a bit more of a struggle for her to get down to the lower ball um so that would be against her at Wimbledon. Um, she has gone very deep there in the past. Um, it's tricky. I mean, Samsonova with her serve would possibly have a chance, but despite that, she hasn't been serving brilliant this season. I've got a short, uh, a bit of a short list of three. One I've already mentioned, or two I've kind of already mentioned, and one I mention regularly. Um, so Karolina Mukova, I, I think is a good grass court player. She's sixty dollars. Um, I'd like to see her stay fit for a, a reasonable amount of time first before committing. Um, one who I've mentioned before, and I have mentioned, I have already backed her for Wimbledon, 
um not as a at big at this bigger price i have to confess um is donna vekic um who had a bit of a disappointing madrid she went out to the spaniard rebecca masarova uh, in round two which I, I thought she could have got a bit further um but i'm not too worried i, th- I think and she's probably not going to be fantastic on the clay. Um, she's very good indoors. She's a good volleyer. She's won grass court tournaments before. I think she won at Nottingham a few years back. Um, I think, you know, she she went deep in the Australian Open this year. Uh, I think she's in the best form she's been in for some time. Hopefully, fingers crossed, she's injury free. I think $150 for Donna Vekic is a very big price. Um, and the other one I'd mention, although I'm not going to, I don't think I'd like to have a bet, but it is interesting, it is Petra Martic, who, who, as we said, knocked out Barbara Krajikova today. And I actually saw Martic yesterday in the flesh, saw her beat Anna Kalinskaya. And what impressed me most was her serving. Her serving was very good. And she played a little bit of serve volley, which is never a bad thing if you're thinking about grass. She does volley quite well, um, even though she's probably built her reputation on clay. Um, at Wimbledon last year, she did beat Jessica Pegula, who isn't the greatest grass court player, granted. And she went out in round four to Rybakina. She went out 7-5, 6-3, so far from disgraced uh, and she's $200 for Wimbledon. Um, so she looks to be playing better this year than she has for a while. Uh, she's into the quarterfinals in Madrid. $200 might not be a bad bet. As I said, I have backed Vekic already. I'm tempted by having a little, little bit on, on Martic as well. Again, like with Roland Garros, I mean, talked about this with James Blake and we seem to hit on this subject quite a lot. So many of these tournaments now are played on just slower hard courts. That is what you get almost all season. You get the slowish hard courts. So you don't get the grass specialists like you used to, and you don't get the clay specialists like you used to. You just get this kind of all round player who can play pretty well on anything, especially in the men's game, but it happens in the women's game as well. Uh, whereas you'd say Schwantek would not be suited by Wimbledon at all that would be her worst surface grass i think vekic is as near as you might get to a grass court specialist so i think you'd give her a chance and and rebakina obviously defending champion you have to respect her but at four dollars and given the current form definitely not one to touch right now so there you have it <clears throat> there's some outsiders to ponder over the next couple of months i love that word ponder uh, sit there and think about which ones you want to bet. Some odds at 200, 150. These are working man's prices, these kind of prices. No favorites here. No minus 143s, no minus 110s. We're looking at the big, big value. And currently in the world of tennis, these players here we think may have a little bit of a good run and could start a tournament half the price they are. It's all about it's what it's about here, all about finding the value, as we did with Trevor Sand a few months ago at 350, who's now 50 to 1 heading in to the French Open and Tourna Trevisan. She's just taken the second set against Jess Pegula. So she may be a quarter finalist okay. here in Madrid. Um, could be a semi finalist because her next match could be against uh, Kudamatova. I think she'd give her a game as well. So that's what it's all about. You're looking for the value. Uh, Rory, just give a short official pick for tomorrow in Madrid in the women's quarterfinals. We only know two quarterfinals. 
Yeah, I've just got one bet for tomorrow at the moment, and that's between Maria Sakkari and Irina Camelia Begu. And I'm going for over two and a half sets at plus one four three. Yeah, plus one four three over two and a half sets. Remember to check out the Bet Rivers website. They'll have about 38 different markets on all four of the quarterfinals tomorrow and check the start times because they do start early. Uh, remember, there's four ways now to follow us here on uh, Game Bet Match on Betting Weekly. You can download the podcast by searching uh, Betting Weekly Game Bet Match. We're the number one tennis betting podcast in the round and we want to be the number one tennis podcast. We're up to about, we're in the top 10 in about three or four countries now. So keep downloading it. Tell your friends. Uh, some great winners all over the place uh, on the men's circuit with uh, Sean Calvert who's coming in some form and Rory's got some fantastic picks coming up at big, big prices for the tournaments in the French Open. Uh, you can download, uh, sorry, you can I've said download. You can subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, which is the Bet Rivers Network. Just give it a little subscribe there. You'll get all the content from everybody on the team from stateside as well as across the pond here. And you can follow us on Twitter at Because We Win. We saw Rory last week in Madrid. Uh, myself and Sean Calvert will be in Rome in a couple of weeks' time. We're doing content there. And we'll also be doing content on our new Twitter, sorry, our new Instagram account, which is the same handle at Because We Win. Uh, Rory put up some of his uh, pics there, showed you the, the food courts and had a nice beer along the riverbanks there. If you love that kind of stuff, then give us a follow on that as well. Okay, then, that's it. Um, bit of a quiet one today, looking more the futures rather than tomorrow. Uh, two game matches in action, but remember, they'll be four, all, all available on the BetRivers website. Thank you very much, Rory. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your week. Tomorrow, I'll be joined by Sean Calvert, look at the ATP Tour uh, and the Madrid. We're looking at the quarterfinals. On Wednesday, James Blake will be joining us here to look at all things in the world of tennis. And on Thursday, it'll be Sean again, looking at the latter stages of the men's event here in Madrid. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.